The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yeah, time's flying past here on uh, Drive with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagdon on this Monday. Optus Stadium has been 700 central this year, according to Paul. Josh Kennedy has kicked his 700th goal at Optus. Tom Hawkins has kicked his 700th goal at Optus. And Josh Kennedy has kicked another 700 goals for West Coast at Optus. Yeah, it has become uh, 700 uh, central. Let me tell you, congratulations to Optus Stadium, uh, getting that coveted award last week as the best venue uh, in the world, which is uh, terrific. And this weekend, it is a Saturday night game, uh, Fremantle Dockers against the Sydney Swans. Haggis, let's have a look at a couple of the other issues. Firstly, uh, let's have a look. First, let's touch on the Western Bulldogs. And this is Luke Beveridge uh, after their loss and their big loss on Friday night against the Swans. I've never sat here and made excuses, and I, and I won't start doing it. You know, some relativity around a few things. But, but ultimately... Um, you know, the margins of being the team that wins, say, close games and beats the better teams, they, they seem small. Um, but to bridge the gap, which we did to a degree last year, it takes an enormous amount of conviction, um, enormous amount of preparation, uh, enormous amount of sophistication in what you do. And, uh, you know, I believe the sophistication is still there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, whether it's the preparation and the, the capacity to do it is just lot, um, not quite there at the moment. Um, there's, there's a number of factors, but, uh, but ultimately the, the competition um, at, the, at the pointy end has gone past us a little bit. Interesting comment that the competition's gone past us. He's almost resigned to the fact, after being grand finals last year, Haggis, mm. they're probably uh, unlikely to play finals footy this year. Well, I'm certainly feeling it that way and have been for a few weeks now. Uh, the Bulldogs, you sort of thought you know, early in the season, to about the third, be approaching the bye, that if there was a side that could turn things around, it could be the Bulldogs mm. because of their ball-winning personnel. But they, they just lack key forwards. They just do not have enough players that can kick enough goals for them with all the possessions they get. I think their defence is a little bit vulnerable as well, but mm. that, that's oversimplifying things. It gets, I get the impression that Luke Beveridge is resigned there, that yeah, uh, we're he, gone and, and we start working on next year a little bit. Exactly. And uh, in relation also to Richmond, we've spoken about Richmond, and we'll come back to a couple of uh, little stories here that you want to get out, Haggis. Uh, Damien Hardwick uh, spoke just very briefly on losing their composure late in the game. Good sides don't do that. I think we just lost our composure. Um, you know, the challenge, and what I've got to remind myself is we've been an experienced side for a fair period of time, but we've got a lot of inexperience in there at the moment. So we've got to go through the fundamentals of what that looks like and, and how we can absorb that pressure and, and use it to our advantage. Yeah, and they've lost, a, as we know, a few experienced players. Well, and they can, a couple stop, more on the they can stop leerizing too. I yeah. think there's a real arrogance at uh, Richmond. And, uh, you know, I, I saw Shea Bolton and saw Jason Castagna just just waste shots at goal. Uh, the Castagna one was just unforgivable. And a coach, to allow that to go on, just he was running free, took his time, kicked, and it, it allowed Gold Coast defenders to close in on him and at angles and then finish with a touch on the ball. He was 30 metres clear, mm. skylarking. There, there's... There's a complacency right through Richmond, and uh, we still marvel what they're like when they're at their best. But you know, I think they're another side that there's so much analysis goes on, isn't there? All opposition, 
And I think even Chris Scott has referred to it a few times where he sort of, I've heard him mention, you know, you can't just do the same thing all the time because opposition will work you out. We have to keep changing. We have to find new ways. We have to work on, not find new ways, work on new ways. And that's something that presses me about Chris Scott as well. Work on new ways, not find them. No, no, oh, they've got to find a way. No, no, no. Let's develop it and work on it. Mm. So Geelong appealed to me because they can play different paces, different types of games. Even the other night, I didn't rely on Hawkins no. and Cameron to kick goals. I mean, Rowan bobbed up. And you know what Stengel they did? Stengel has been reliable. Stengel has like, been fantastic. But what they did, you know, we thought Dangerfield would play a couple of weeks ago. They've held him back, held him back, yeah. held him back. And, and look, what, look what he was like and, on Thursday and night. And Selwood yeah. gets held back also. Yeah. And Selwood the other night too, very small amount in terms of overall total of game time and started every quarter at the bench. Mm. So there's management going on there uh, in running. Let's talk about Essendon. Uh, they've won two consecutive games for the first time this year. Uh, and they well, really put it, their last four. Yeah, and they've put a bit of a dent in the Lions' sort of lofty finals aspirations, even though, as we know, we've got to say that Brisbane were undermanned a bit. But still, you've got to beat the opposition that's uh, out there, and, and they did that away from home. So all of a sudden, Essendon, you know, they won't play finals, but they're getting a bit of momentum. They're one of those sides that'll be more than nuisance value between now and the end of the season. And I believe there's a lot of developments oh. away from the field at the moment regarding Essendon. And one could be a significant story if it lands. Yes, look, uh, there'll, be, there'll be a couple. One, one out of this town, uh, and we'll come to that in just a moment. And another one from, in terms of national sport, because I've always sort of said, Peter, that for, from all year round, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes in the AFL circles. And what you see at the, at the, at the shop front window mm. is nothing like what's going on behind the scenes. I understand now Essendon are heavily, now heavily into Fremantle big man Rory Lobb. It's been well, ta- well ta- uh, touted that Rory Lobb is, and his management are looking for a deal. I've actually been told that he has a deal on the table for a move to, Mer- to Melbourne town. That was to the Bulldogs. But Essendon maintained that if they could get Rory Lobb, he's just their sort of player to join in and share that forward line with Peter Wright Jake Stringer, Harrison Jones, who's going to be a good player in time to come, and that little bit of pinch hitting in the ruck mm. with Draper. They're heavy into Rory Lobb, very keen on Rory Lobb for 2023. And what has also transpired is that it won't cost anyone, wherever Rory Lobb goes next year, the sort of money that's, that he's on this year. You know, it was t- touted that, oh, his contract is too big, 800 grand in 2022. Well, it's a lot less than that because his contract was front-ended. Mm. And now that's why Eastern States clubs are far more interested in Rory Lobb, plus his form. But the biggest one there is, well, also Liam Jones. You know, the yeah, Carlton the Carlton player. player, yeah. Essen very confident they're going to get Liam Jones out of – effectively retirement, a free agent at the end of the season to play in defence and possibly be coached by the great Alistair Clarkson. My understanding is that Essendon uh, and Alistair Clarkson are into full negotiations, heavy negotiations on the prospect of Alistair Clarkson coaching them from next year. Now, the question might be, well, what about Tassie? We were talking about Tassie not long ago. Apparently, Alistair Clarkson is is concerned that the Tasmania move, which will come in, they'll get a team, but too far away. A few, few years off, and he wants to get back in the system. Hags, we'll talk more about that after the break. And by the way, we'll update the Cricket Australia. have lost a couple of quick wickets, by the way, too. This shaky is, day tomorrow yeah. for the Cricket Australian boys. This is Drive with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagdorn on this Monday night.